Welcome to the Singled Out for Purpose podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to encourage you. Welcome back, everyone. We are so happy that you joined us again. So today we'll be talking about gentleness and goodness. Yeah, so as I'm sure you've picked up, (laughs) we've just been rolling with this fruits of the spirit thing. And I don't know, I've just really, this has just been on my mind, so I just can't get away from it. And in writing notes down for these fruits, (laughs) um, when you look up the word gentleness in the the definition of the Greek word for gentleness, and I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I'll butcher it. <laughs> but when you look up the definition of the Greek word, it this is what it says. Usefulness as of persons toward others, the goodness of the divine attributes showing itself in benevolence to man. So, in essence, to break it down to more modern day (laughs) terminology, basically, gentleness is the kindness that you show to your fellow man. It is you being kind to those around you and extending that helping hand. You know, that's how I interpret that. (laughs) Mm. And then when you look up the definition of the Greek word for goodness... Um, it words it like this. Goodness and kindness, the quality of him who is ruled by and aims at the good moral worth and sterling goodness apart from attractiveness. So basically, someone who has goodness, they're going to do the right thing morally um, regardless of who's with them, who's watching, who sees if they're somewhere alone and they're faced with a moral dilemma or with a situation where they have the choice to be good or bad, yeah. you know, they're going to choose the high road even though no one's there to praise them or or right. see what they're doing, you know. It's in those moments where it's just you and God and right. you're still choosing to do the right thing. You keep the principle right. of the matter. It's your the character of who you are. Right. You know? So... We're just going to dive a little bit into those two today. Um, I think most all of us like to think of ourselves as being good people. (laughs) Um, But we're not born good people. You know, it takes having the Spirit of God, having His goodness in us to truly be a good person. Yeah. It takes having the Holy Ghost... To truly be kind to everyone. It's easy to be kind to someone who's kind to you. Right. But it's not always easy to be kind to someone who's not so kind. True. So, um, you have to, when you are producing gentleness, you know, like, and I think we this kind of ties back into what we discussed on um, the episode we did on love, loving your neighbor, but... You know, no matter how someone treats you, no matter how um, they act towards you or things they may have said about you or 
um, said about your family, perhaps, because we can also get really upset, you know, mm-hmm. when, when you say something about my family, like, you're not just attacking them, you're attacking me as well. So, mm-hmm. um, no matter how others may treat you or act towards you, you know, showing that gentleness is be choosing to be kind to them, choosing to um, show kindness even when they've not showing it back yeah or or what some people would consider earning it right like a lot of people think that it's something that someone needs to earn but it's a fruit of the spirit it's something you should freely give yes when you are expressing that being gentle towards them that is something to take into consideration that it's not Something that someone has earned or can earn from you. It's something that you should give. Right. And I mean, we know that in order to produce the fruits of the Spirit, because it's the fruits of the Spirit, you've got to have the Spirit. Exactly. So, um, you've got to have God living in you to be producing these things. Right. The way that you need to. (laughs) And let's be honest, there are times when your flesh may not want to express that fruit of the spirit but the holy ghost will override that absolutely if break you back down a little bit if you're keeping your flesh in subjection (laughs) because that's an important thing and you have to paul said i die daily yes you have to crucify your flesh daily so we're constantly going to be wrestling against our flesh right but it is possible to be an overcomer. And I feel like gentleness too is a is a beautiful witness. Because say if there is a moment where you in a situation where someone would probably um write it off as you being able to have an attitude or be ugly or just you know, because someone is just doing the most to you. Right. But you in return, give that gentleness. Those around, they see that fruit. That is, and I feel like it is a witness because a lot of people will tell you really quickly that they would need the Lord to be able to express right. and do that because that's not something that comes naturally to no. us. Um, normally, you see like people retaliating the same way or right. trying to like give it back a lot quicker and a lot meaner, a lot harder. But see, when you have the Holy Ghost and you have that fruit showing, it, it is a witness that you have the Holy Ghost in you. Right, and God commends us to show gentleness in many different scriptures, not just in Galatians 5 and 22. Right. So if you go to Titus 3 and 2, It says, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. So, in other words, don't don't have that fight back spirit. (laughs) Hey, and in my family, we used to call it that get back spirit. Because as soon as something would happen, you might want to get back at them. Right. But, you know, he calls us to be gentle. And if you go to 2 Timothy 2 and 24 and 25, it says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, 
in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. So again, he's telling us, you know, not to be fighting, not to be contentious or, you mm-hmm. know, I know it's easy sometimes when things are said and you like, it's our, our flesh. We yeah. want to just like, especially in the heat of the moment. Like if you feel attacked a lot of, or you feel like someone's putting you up in a corner, like a lot of times it's human nature to want to strike out and, you know, defense. And if continuing this, if you go to James three sixteen through 18, it says, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So there's many places in scripture where, you know, we're told to be gentle, to show gentleness. Right. To, as it said in Timothy, to all men. Yeah, not selective. Right. Just because they're nice and gentle to you. And be peaceable. In James, you know, it talks about being peaceable, be gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. Mm. You know, don't be a hypocrite. Don't don't show kindness to someone over here and then because this person over here did something to you, you know, you treat them differently. Right. You know, don't be a hypocrite. Don't practice what you preach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and in not, every area. Right. And not only that, but um you see a lot of times people all all treat someone different just because of what someone else has said or someone else has heard about them. Like, and if you don't even know them, but you're going off of what you've heard or what someone said, that's not cool to do either. You need to extend that gentleness and kindness and meekness to them, regardless. You have to be careful sometimes taking in what other people say and then reacting towards that without, you know, knowing that you need to give that gentleness to everyone and even if what happened was so, even if they've done something, even all of these things that add up that may not seem like they're the nicest person or deserve it, it doesn't matter what you feel they deserve. Right. And I also, I have put in my notes, and I'm just going to share it because I feel like it's worth sharing. You know, and I had what she was saying, you know, not holding past grievances against them or treating them according to their attitude. Mm -hmm. But lending a helping hand instead of a slap, you know. Yeah. Reaching out a helping hand instead of, you know, just giving them what you think they deserve. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, And also being a stepping stone and not a stumbling block. This is something my dad said all the time when I was growing up. He was like, you know, I want to be a stepping stone and not a stumbling block. Yeah. And it's not easy to be a stepping stone. Especially in the day and age we live in, people's just trying to, to do for themselves. Very selfish. To elevate themselves, to so get themselves selfish. to the place that, you know, they think they should be or mm-hmm. you know, we're human. And but to be a stepping stone, you know, you have to humble yourself and not be afraid to to be that person 
that can be the stepping stone for that other individual to reach where they need to go, where they need to be, even if it may mean at the time that you're being that stepping stone, that it may feel like they're stepping above you or beyond you. You know, don't let that bother you. Just realize you are being a help and you are fulfilling what God has called us to do and be. We're called to be servants. Right. To help everyone around us be what God wants them to be. And it makes me think of um like a support system. When you're when you're that stepping stone, you're that support, you're solid for them to step on and they don't like so they don't sink. Like what a help you are to them. And I've said this before, but I had a friend that would say like when when one person moves up we all yes. move up like we're we're our goal is to push the kingdom of god yes. above everything so if you're that stepping zone for someone to do what they need to do in the lord like if you're serving them so they may serve others in return you know christ bring his kingdom then that is our ultimate goal like that is the goal that we have as believers right so just show gentleness. We know it's not always easy, but it is possible when you yeah. have God helping you. Absolutely. And moving on to the goodness portion, which is doing the right thing when no one's around to see. Being good and true and holy and pure, even when it's just you all by yourself. You know, because when you're by yourself, you can do whatever you want to, and you're not going to have anyone there to shame you, anyone there to judge you, um, no one there to hold you accountable for your right. actions. Mm-hmm. So that's where that goodness comes in. You know, I'm choosing to live right. I'm choosing to serve God with all of my heart, with all of my soul. You know, no matter if my neighbor is here to see me, oh, look at me, I'm a good person. Right. You know, it's being that to your very core. Not not it only being what you do, not just doing good, but being good. Absolutely. I feel like an example of that is my, um, when I was young and went shopping with my nanny, there was something in the buggy that didn't get scanned. Now... You have one to do options. You know, of course I was there. I was a child. But this is where I feel like the fruits of the Spirit can be a witness. You know what I'm saying? Like where you can you can witness. Because she could have kept it without paying for it. But that wasn't the action that she took. And no one made her. No one was there to say, hey, you didn't buy that. You need to take that back. Right. It was something that she did. It was the goodness in her that took that back and was like, hey, I didn't I didn't pay for this. This was left in my buggy. And I know that seems like a a silly example, but that's something that I think of no, because not like silly. <laughs> that was that was a moment where her integrity showed as far as, you know, making the right decision, doing good when no one was watching. Right. So, no, I just think is, of that. That so. is not silly because mama, my mama had a very similar situation. We were at Walmart and um, she sews, has sewn for years. 
and she had bought a big bolt or was buying a big bolt of um I want to say some type of backing she did monogram and embroidery something it was a whole bolt of whatever this material was that she needed which was kind of pricey well whenever we checked out the cashier I guess missed ringing that particular item up or somehow it got overlooked and we made it out of the store to the parking lot before my mama realized that she had not paid for that and so of course you know like you said we could have went on home and no one nobody would have known except for us that we left the store without paying for it. I mean it was an honest mistake yeah you know it wasn't like we intentionally left right. the store with it but no she chose to go back in and you know tell them hey I didn't pay for this I need to pay for it but um when she took it back in and tried to pay for it they wouldn't even let her pay for it because they said no that's on us you know we should have caught that and you made it out of the store with it so you know, you go ahead and take it. So they wouldn't even let her pay for it. She still ended up going home without paying for it. But she did try to do the right thing. Right. And so God honors things like that. You know, when you do the right thing, when you didn't necessarily have to do the right thing, right. God will honor that and bless you for that. I believe that for sure. So, yeah, those may... Like she said, it's a simple illustration, but it's in those moments that you see the true character of a person. Absolutely. And like Megan said, that is a witness. That's a witness to everyone around that individual that this person is a person of integrity. Right. This person has good character. And look, you know, a lot of people wouldn't have thought twice about just saying, well, hey, you know, I tried to pay for it. They didn't make mm. me pay for it, so bye. They messed up. I'm right. to go pay for something they didn't do right. You know, but that's where that goodness comes out of us, where it shows itself as in moments like that, like the simple things of life. Right. And not only was that a witness to the people, but to, like, for me as my mother's child and to you as your grandmother's, you know, grandchild, that was a witness to us that, hey, this is how we should be. Right. You know, if we're faced with a situation like this, this is how we should react. This is the right thing right. to do. Yes. And, you know, the thing is, is that in the world we live in, you don't have a lot of demonstrations of goodness, I feel. Like you said before, like, people are worried about themselves or the selfishness and all of that, but... There's things every now and then that happen that you have the choice. And I feel like it's a, t it's a test. It is a test. That the Lord gives you the opportunity to show that fruit. And that is something that can bless others at the same time. Because you may have someone with you who's not Christian. And when you hold to that goodness... And you are the person that you know God has called you to be. Again, that is a witness to them. Because, you know, I feel like that's where influence comes in. You have that influence, that good, that goodness is in, can influence them to do better as well or work on their character. And, you know, of course we know that these are fruits of the Spirit but it may intrigue them to learn why'd you do it. Right. Where'd it come from? Like, you could have just left with this. Like, why did you bring this back? 
Right. What did you gain by bringing it back? You're going to have to pay for it. Or, for instance, this is kind of a similar situation that I myself have found myself in, and you probably have too at some point in time, where you find something. You know, I've been in the store, and I found a lady's wallet. Mm. And, I mean, it had everything in it. It had her, um, you know, all of her cards, her cash. Yeah. Like, I mean, I found her wallet. If I had not been so good of a person, I could have taken out of her wallet what would have benefited me, Mm -hmm. you know, and went my merry way, and she would have been none the wiser, because she didn't know where she had lost it. She wouldn't have known who would have taken it, you know? Right. But no, the right thing to do was find the wallet, try to track the lady down, and return it to her intact. Because if something were to happen to me, if I were to lose my wallet or my right. phone, and I have left my phone before, and thankfully I got it back, and I've found a phone before. I've been in Walmart and found a phone laying in the middle of a clothing section. So it's in times like that where, you know, you could keep that and benefit yourself, mm-hmm. or you can do the right thing and try to return it to its rightful owner. Right. And, you know, because I could have just went my way and been like, forget this. I don't have time to... I could have either chosen, you know, two routes. If I had wanted to be a not-so-good person, I could have chosen to take what was not mine and try to benefit myself through that. Mm -hmm. Or I could have said, you know what? I don't have time to track these people down. They lost their stuff. They need to keep up with their stuff better. Whatever. Forget Mm -hmm. it. I'm leaving it here. Somebody else can deal with this. I feel like that's where selfishness can come in. But no. like I know what it is to lose something like that. And the panic that you feel when you're like, oh my goodness, where did I put? Where is it? And, you know, I want to do whatever I can to help other people. Absolutely. And so I'm sure you've been faced with a similar situation. Yeah, I have. I've, um, um... the, there was this one time where I had an uncle who bought me a a backpack. It was a roller backpack. I was in grade school, so it was I was excited because I didn't have to carry all them books on my back. And I was, like, going through and looking at all the different pockets it had. Well, in the front zipper, there was a $20 bill. And I brought it to my nanny. I was like, hey, the book bag that um, my uncle gave me, it had a $20 bill in it. And... You know, my aunt and uncle didn't have a lot of money. Like, it was the most precious thing to me that he got me the book bag. Because I know that they, on a fixed income, you know, struggle from time to time. So, I was like, this is his. He needs it back. Well, my nanny called him. And he was like, no, it's fine. Tell her to keep it. That's okay. And, you know, tell her thank you for thinking of a, it's okay. That I feel like that sometimes when that happens and you you go to do the right thing, there are small rewards and sometimes they're instant right. like that. Like with your mom, she they were like, "No, it's okay," and you know, with my uncle, it was, "No, it's okay." But the thing is, is that you know people remember that or they they remember you doing those good things, and they put you in the characterization of a good person 
but in turn, they know that it's because of God who gets the glory for your right. goodness. And not only you being termed a good person, but an honest person. Yeah. And it is such a valuable thing to be termed an honest individual. It is. I don't know about y'all, but I know in the world that we live in today, honesty is not something that's always easy to find. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's sad to say, but it's just the world we live in today. So, you know, for my employer... Are my neighbor, or my family member, or my friend, whoever it is, but you know, especially like your employer, yeah. you know, for them to label you an honest individual, an honest employee, someone they can depend on and trust, that carries a lot of weight. Yeah. And not like she said, not for us to get the glory, but for God to get the glory because people see us and we look different we dress different we talk different they know that there is something different about us you know they know that we're pentecostal right you know we're apostolic we we walk and talk and you know they know they see the difference so they know that that's who we're affiliated with so when you are honest and you are kind and you know you are full of goodness and they see that and they will forever associate that with the apostolic movement, right. with Pentecostal people, you know, because you were a great witness. You were, you lived your life in such a way that not only, you know, are you impacting them just in your local little area, but when they go out and about and see other people like you, right. they're going to think those are good people. Yeah. You know, that's, it's a good association right. with the apostolic Pentecostal movement. Like when you bear good fruit right, and your fruit is a witness to Jesus and it is also, and it's put back on that movement. It gives a good association with all of it. I feel like that is absolutely what we as apostolics should do. We should constantly be gentle, show gentleness and and goodness. Right. Like those are things that I love when people do because it is it's what I feel like just shows God through us. Yes, because, because that's who he is. Yes, and to go a little further and I think we've said this before but you know, in saying that, that you are a um, ambassador yes. for the movement, essentially. Absolutely. You know, but I've seen people who have the attitude, well, when they're around the church, when they're around church people, you know, they live one way. Mm. And then when they're around other people, you know, their coworkers or their friends or family who perhaps don't go to church, whatever... You know, they're a whole nother person. You know, they act a whole different way. They maybe dress a different way. Do things that they probably, you know, shouldn't be doing. And they're living two different lives. Mm. Because, you know, well, when I'm with the church, I've got to be this certain person. I've got to show these certain, you know, got to be this way. Act this way. Talk this way. But then when I'm over here, I can kind of do what I want to do. Yeah. Well, you're not really producing. You're not being true and good and honest. Like you're, you're living a double life. Right. There should be consistency. And then that reflects 
not only on you as an individual, but you're a bad reflection on the church as a whole. Right. Because whatever you tie yourself to and associate yourself to and whatever fruits you're showing, that's what people are going to, those are the things that people will associate that with. Like if you're mean, you're nasty, you're ugly, and those are the fruits that you're producing, and then you go around and you say you're apostolic, and this is, you know, how, what you believe and stuff, but your fruit is bad, that's, as ambassadors of the Lord, like, it is, it is, we are to show forth His goodness, His fruits, these are the fruits of the Spirit, these are the fruits that we should have because we have Him living within us, so therefore, like, you won't, you want what you put out go all the way back to him. Right. So, like, and you want that to, like, my prayer has always been, Lord, I want to be the best representation of you that I can be. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to fail. That doesn't mean I'm not going to make mistakes, but, because I'm human, but I want you shine through me. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, it's not about me, but I want them to be able to see you, and how they do that is through the fruits that you bear. Right. And that's, you know, not only from a church standpoint, because you should be that way in every area of life. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I told y'all that I recently started a new job and they gave us a handbook and I like to read. So, of course, I read it <laughs> and um, which probably should have read it anyway, since I was starting a job there, you know, just to know <laughs> the rules and the policies and all of that. But, you know, they made the remark in that because I'm working um, I'm, it's a job within our county. It's affiliated with our county. So, um, it is a handbook for employees of our particular county. And they just, they put in there, you know, guidelines about being sure that you conduct yourself in the right manner and you dress in a decent manner and you speak in a decent manner you know, even when you're away from work, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the public eye, because you are a representation of your county, you are a reflection mm-hmm. of your county, and you want to be sure to leave a good impression, you right. know, to to act right, be right, you know, and that's a job. This yeah. is just, you know, a job. People out there telling you, you know, hey, just remember when you're out and about that you are a reflection of the position that you, you hold. hold. Right. So just be aware of that, be conscious of that and and let that reflect in how and who you are and how you are. And it's the same way with the church. You know? Even more so. Right. Yes. With the church. Definitely you know more so. But I'm just saying if it's if that's the case at a job, right, something you know, secular, and they're asking you to be aware of that, to be conscious of that, how much more right. should you be a reflection of Jesus? Absolutely, that's a great example because that is so. I'm uh, sure your job is the same way. It is. It is because <laughs> um, especially with working with the public, when I leave my job. I can see people at the Walmart or in town, and they will associate me with my job. So how I present myself outside still is a reflection on it. Absolutely, even more so with the church. Like, and that is, 
you know, why we should produce gentleness and goodness. Yes. So, as we say every time, we hope you have a wonderful week. And until next time, bye. Bye.